0: And we're back with Cinema Cemetery. I'm Dan.
1: And I'm Kate.
0: And Kate, it's a new year. Welcome to 2023. It's been a couple weeks since our last two episodes.
1: Wow. Time has passed quickly so far.
0: I guess. Unless you're listening to these back to back to back, in which case... Well, no, I guess it's passed very quickly because it's instantaneous. So <laughs> uh, last time we were together was Christmas Eve. We did two episodes. We did Crash, uh, episode 78, and we did our special uh, It's a Wonderful Life episode. And uh, part of us had planned perhaps to get this episode done in the, you know, that, that random week after Christmas that that everybody thinks they're going to do something. but didn't happen yeah
1: we really yeah we had thoughts but i think we did what we needed to do which was nothing nothing
0: yeah well, you know it gets a little time warpy because the day after christmas you think oh can't do anything today and then it's the 27th and right. you're like today i'm going to do something and suddenly it's like oh, why al- almost the end of the week and then it's new year's eve so there there and then, it was then
1: you got to do new year's eve stuff so yeah. right but it's 2020
0: we 2020- 2023 now and kate this is the believe it or not this is the fifth calendar year that we've been doing this podcast
1: oh wow that really
0: well it sounds more dramatic okay. when i say it yeah. that way so it's <laughs> we're coming up in august it'll be four years right
1: okay. but 20 okay. you think
0: about it we've been recording this now in 2019 20 21, mm-hmm. 22 and 23 this is our fifth calendar year and barring any Ooh. tragedies we will get it done all the Oscars, we will get it done this year. We've got our schedule, oh, wow. and even if our schedule fails, we still got plenty of time to get the rest of the Oscars done by 2024.
1: Well, I do think it's funny because on New Year's Eve, you announced that we, you and I made a schedule for the upcoming year, but the reality was, you texted me, non like just texted me a schedule that you had mapped out on your own and said, this is our schedule. So the, the collaborative term was inaccurate.
0: Yes, I wrote it, and you agreed, and we're gonna do two <laughs> a month. Two a month, I think we can do. So this month, our well, our know. goal, and we're on we're on pace right now. In fact, we're one day ahead of schedule. Uh, we are. Woo! We have seen two thousand sixes episode seventy nine. Two thousand sixes, The Departed, starring um, everybody. Everybody i mean in this movie. honest
1: to goodness it has a star-studded cast list which usually makes me nervous for a movie because anytime you put a bunch of big names together usually is a bad movie
0: yeah in fact we just did that we just did that with crash and now we're back but this one worked out a lot better than before and yeah. these aren't just uh, little big names we've got we've got jack nicholson big names we've got matt damon we've got leonardo dicaprio We've got uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. And who's the Martin other one? Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. My and a- Alec Baldwin.
1: Oh, yeah. He shows up as now, a Kate, Bostonite. I'm,
0: tr- I'm trying to remember. Were these names as big in 2006? Like Leonardo DiCaprio, obviously huge absolutely from Titanic. Absolutely, they were. But what, they had he done, were. what had he done in between?
1: I I don't know. I didn't look at his catalog. Did you?
0: No, I thought you would know.
1: No, but I no. Leo, Leo had been building. Like, I, this is, I think he is a big name at this point in time.
0: Well, no, you know, how people go up and down, right? Like, so you got Kevin Costner, biggest name in the world in the early 90s, and then goes away. And now he's back, right? He's in everything again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Leonardo DiCaprio is skimming here. So he did Catch Me If You Can and Gangs of New York in between. Uh, and then he okay. is in this. So, no, he's he's certainly in uh, The Aviator. So he's certainly around, but he's not yeah. the same as Leonardo today, right? Today he's doing, you know, he's doing the, the um, Quentin Tarantino movies and he's doing uh, The Reverend and uh, he, he kind of went up even higher after this. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon. Oh, heck yeah. Matt Damon's in this. He's pretty popular um, from, of course, Goodwill Hunting, from the Bourne movies at this point. So he's probably higher then than he is now. Mark Wahlberg is always off and on. He's, he kind of pops in for a little bit, pops out.
1: Goes and makes a restaurant with his brothers, Yeah, the Wahlburgers.
0: That's pretty good. And Alec Baldwin. <laughs> and when you saw Alec Baldwin on this, I thought, when this came out, was Alec Baldwin really Alec Baldwin, right? Because he had been in Beetlejuice and he had been in Glen, Gary Glenn Ross but then he kind of went away for a while. And this was sort of like the beginning of his comeback. This is right as 30 Rock was coming on the air. And ever since then, he's been in in everything. So as much as I think we think this was full of really big people, it was maybe less big at the time.
1: I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and disagree, and we'll let our listeners decide. And you can slide into our DMs to let us know.
0: Yes, (laughs) wherever they are. (laughs) They've got no
1: home. They're on Instagram.
0: So Kate, tell us a little bit about what happens in The Departed.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to try really hard. I feel like I'm not going to do really good. Um, So we open with bad guy, Frank Costello, and he sort of like adopts this young kid and teaches him a life of crime, not crime, but he like, the kid ends up going through life, achieving really good, going to the police academy, and is like, Frank's inside hotshot for the for the cops, because Frank does crime. So he becomes his insider for the cops. That's uh, played by Matt Damon. And then you have another guy, Leo DiCaprio, who also does really great in the police academy. Um, And does he like fall out? I can't. They're both brought in. Leo is being asked to go undercover to spy on Frank. And Matt Damon is working for the state investigating Frank. So you have these two cops that don't know they're connected uh, with the same dude. Does that sound about right? It's pretty
0: close, right? Yes, you got the two two young ones, very different backgrounds, and uh, and they're both working on opposite sides.
1: But but technically to the same goal, but also not, right? Because like Leo looks like he's a dirty cop, but he's not. And Matt Damon looks like he's a clean cop, but he, he's a dirty cop.
0: Well Leo Leonardo DiCaprio does not look like he's a cop at all. He looks like he is a right. criminal, but he's actually working right. for the police. They they right. e, they even have him go to jail, right? They charge him with a crime he didn't do and he's yeah. aware of this, right? So he goes to jail and he goes does what a couple months or a year or something and then yeah. then he's ripe to join the organization.
1: Right. So there's like a whole there's a whole thing. Um a lot of this is is it it's mob but not mob. It's all set in Boston. It's not, like, I always think of The Departed as a mob movie, like an Irish mob movie, but it's not really... It's, an, it's, it's as a much of, a
0: mob movie as, as any uh,
1: It's a, well, all yeah. organized crime. It's all organized crime. So I think that's, like, the... I don't know. That's all I have. That's all I can give you.
0: And that's pretty good. A um, couple of things I would <laughs> add to that. We've got a little bit of a love triangle, right? We've got uh, Vera Femia or what's her name? Vigera Ferreira. Something like that. It's the woman that was in Catch Me, If You Can. She kind of looks like Maggie Gyllenhaal. She is the girlfriend and eventual fiance of Matt Damon. But then she uh, starts working with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's sort of the only contact he has with the the good guys, with the police. And they start a little fling. So we've got sort of uh, uh, she is worried about that she's living a double life with these two other guys that are also living double lives and working against each other.
1: Lots of double lives on double lives. Lots of, lots of stories within stories here. Although, I know you bramped the love triangle. That was the least interesting part of the movie to me. I know it should be like, wow, but it was like... Mm, it seems like a convenient, convenient plot line you've thrown in here, writers.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. It was not, a, uh, not, not the major point of it, which was just fine, you know. Sprinkle a little bit of that in later, make it work out. Uh, but this movie, as much as I, I think we've established the, the concept... As far as what the plot was, wasn't really about that, right? Uh, no. we, we know that both characters have conflicting ends, and we know that Frank Costello, Jack Nicholson's character, is trying to do c- crime. He's yeah. To, he's trying to do— crime. He's trying, at one point— Do that You crime. think the movie's going to be about him trying to, like, get these microprocessors, and that kind of happens, and then, and then he tries to get some drugs, and then, like, and then he yeah but yeah but eventually really what this movie's about is jack nicholson realizes that there is a mole in his group he doesn't know who it is it's leonardo dicaprio and the police realize there's a mole in their group and they don't know who it is it's matt damon and so it's this weird circular situation where both groups are trying to flush each other out to flush out the mole that the mole put in from the other weird stuff
1: it's it's lots of yeah, but wasn't there another mole in Jack Nicholson's group, like the guy that gets shot towards the end with the white hair? Like he called out Leonardo DiCaprio and was like, "I know you're it because I know what was going on." Like, wasn't he also a mole?
0: That's never quite clear. I well, you might be right. I I know that he knew, but then was he also a police officer or was he just feeling bad for him? I he dies right, right before we can figure yeah. that out. Uh, well, that's but then there's when there's a
1: Leo's second, like, "Okay, I can leave."
0: Then there's a second mole in the police we find out at the very end as well. Mhm. the other guy. So so yeah, that's uh that's our premise. Okay, what do we think of uh the <laughs> departed?
1: We are very <clears throat> good at being honest with everything. You know, it was fine and I know I know I'm going to get flack for that because I know when I saw it originally I was like this movie is amazing and I think that is one of those cases of the end being better than the rest of the movie right so the entire movie is kind of boring and confusing and laden with stuff and then the last what like 30 to 40 minutes are lots of twists and surprises and murders and blah! and like so you think wow what a great movie because the last you know chunk was awesome mm. Yes, that's
0: what I think. Yeah, Uh, Kate, we saw this the first time at Duquesne, right? We took the the student bus to the movie theater with our friend, and we had the discounted tickets from the university. I think we all went to see the departed, correct?
1: Oh my god, is this is this it? Was this? I was going to ask you when I was. Oh, (laughs) I was last week when we had. This is the because I said this so. This is movie.
0: because I said so, yeah. So, what what actually happened was the school we went to, you could get these disc, you know, $5 tickets. You ride the bus and, you know, it's like 20 minutes to get there. And so, there was us, about 20 other people from our university. And we get there. And the time we arrived, there's really only two movies that you could see. We could see The Departed, which this is like November, December. And so, there was buzz about it, but it hadn't been nominated yet. But it, clearly, a lot of people were talking about Or we could see Diane Keaton in. <laughs> because i said so which is like watching a, a a saturday night live spoof of women movies that that was like it would be good. like the movie was called she means well or uh something like like that and there were three of us kate myself and one other and uh th- I wasn't gonna push anything, but Kate really wanted to see because I said so. So we so we did.
1: In my memory I was like, Well we can see because I said so because I know like who's in it and that sounds great and nobody to my memory, nobody gave me any pushback. And I don't recall, and like, the story I hear from Dan is, well, you were so excited, we didn't want to fight you on it. So we just went and saw it. That's
0: absolutely what happened. We got there, and the choice, and Kate turned around and said, well, we could see The Departed, but I really want to see Because I Said So. <laughs> so we said, all right. And so instead of seeing the Oscar-winning movie of the year in theaters, I saw it later on DVD, we saw Diane mm. Keaton as an old lady in wow. Because I Said So. So, and, as it
1: turns out, as I find out later in life, my excitement overrules logic in group planning frequently as it did last week when I, yes, <laughs> when I got so excited, my plan won when it was the dumber plan, and I was like, "Oh no, I planned badly. Why didn't you tell me? Well, you seem so excited, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Kate, Kate messed up the timing just recently on on something
1: so oh. um, all right, yeah, so anyway.
0: So tell me, oh, that back to is, what you were saying. We
1: didn't see it. We didn't see it. it was, yeah, so I don't even remember. The first time I saw this movie, I was like, this is great. So I don't know, Dan, the pacing rolls, right? So let's talk about what works. So the pacing rolls, I mean, the movie flies by pretty quickly. I would say the, the idea of the story is an interesting idea. And so I can see how it moved forward. The characters seem to be very firmly established would i say they were well developed no and they didn't need to be like the frank character was maybe painted pretty big and a little bit of matt damon had a bit more depth but there was like it was just like these are the players let's go um and the ending was great twist after twist after twist lots of death so there it is he was painted pretty
0: big what kind of metaphor is that
1: I don't know. Is like, that like a, you could definitely, a, you could see. You a could denomination see of like paint could,
0: quality is big.
1: I don't. I'm losing my brain. Um, you could see the character of Frank. It wasn't hard to understand who he was and what he was about. There we go. I got it. Okay. Go.
0: Yeah, he was very much Jack Nicholson playing Jack Nicholson, but they did yeah. make him look terrible. Uh, more yeah. more than he actually looks in real life, and he's always fun to watch. This movie, I did, I liked watching the first time. I did not like watching it the second time. But as this week has gone by, it's been about a week since we saw it, um, I'm, I'm realizing something the movie did well that I really haven't seen much before. And maybe that's the point, right? Okay, what's this movie about? Is it about the twists and turns and the plot and the are they going to get them or not? And, and the, are they going to stop the crime? I think that's what it wants you to think at first. But the more I think about it, is there anything else you noticed that maybe this movie is about instead?
1: Um, Boston, Irish Catholics sometimes murder.
0: Yeah, well, sure. It definitely has... I don't well, know
1: where you're going with this. You need to We just didn't say talk it. about I, this beforehand,
0: so... Not even a little bit. One thing I notice when I see... I watch... You know, when you watch television, especially the episodic episodes, the, the criminal uh, shows, and the um, even I, you know, watch a lot of Star Trek, and you've got these people, and they're on the ship, and they go to, to um, world to world to world, and every week they go through such a traumatic ordeal that it would probably scar someone for life if they had gone through it before. And the one thing I always think when I watch these shows is my goodness, these people just got like turned into a slug and then turned back, or these people just like fought to the death many, many times, or they they were three seconds away from annihilation. And then the next week, they're just sitting on the ship and they're going to the next thing and they're having their little food there. And I'm like, wow, these people are really going through it week after week. They're really good at handling it. And, of you know, every action movie is like this, right? You've got this action hero that once again finds themselves in these crazy situations, and they're handling it without blinking. This movie, I don't know that I would say it's realistic. I don't know that it's trying to uh, really overly humanize anybody. But that's what this movie was about, right? This movie was about how to handle tremendous stress and how people... Is that what it's about? I think so, right? Leonardo DiCaprio is... Every other scene, he's like doing, you know, undercover stuff. And then he walks into the other room and he goes, uh, uh, and he has like this little mental breakdown. <clears throat> and then he calls on the phone and says, I can't do this anymore. I want out, I want out, I want out, And they say, we can't get you out right now. And oh, okay. And He goes back to it. And then you've got Matt Damon on the other hand, right? He's calm and collected and he's doing police stuff. And then he runs in the other room. He's scrambling. He's trying to solve the problem on his end, right? I think this is about the, just the toll of how, terrible this whole du- duplicity uh, situation is for, for both of these characters hmm. and so if you think okay. about it like that I, I think ah, has just a level of uh, not, not gravitas but it just makes a movie a little bit more important than just good guys bad guys police and cops and who's going to get who kind of thing
1: I guess I mean it seemed like you had to work really hard to get there but okay
0: it's not something I noticed the first time I saw it. I don't think I was looking. But then cuz then you think about the other the the female lead, right? She's doing the same thing, right? She spends the whole movie worried she's going to get busted. In fact, at the very end, right? She gets this CD and it's from Leonardo DiCaprio's character and she's wor- she's worried it's going to be, you know, telling Matt Damon that that they've been together, so she puts it in the world's biggest stereo and listens to it on the world's biggest set of headphones, and it turns out it's oh, yes. you know oh, recording yes. of of Matt Damon, uh, you know, evidence against him. Um, but every character is just acting out of fear of being caught the whole time. And so I thought I mean, that was... It's not fair. like they just kind of... You know, a lot of stories just don't even talk about it. They're just like, oh, we assume they're dealing with it later, or it's just not part of the narrative. This intentionally chose to work it in over and over again. And I thought, okay, that's that's something different that we don't normally get into.
1: Yeah, that's very fair. Yeah. Yeah, that.
0: that's how I would call this movie fair. Uh, so you're right.
1: I w- yeah, I wouldn't... <laughs> like, okay, yeah, so we get to see someone... Or multiple people under pressure and what that looks like. Um, but I think there's a lot of movies that do that and aren't necessarily this, but yeah. Okay. My question is what did not work for you? Mm,
0: well, uh, it was a little long. It was two and a half hours long. And for what we actually had, it could have been two, I think, and it could have worked just as well. Uh, the movie definitely feels suddenly like a movie of its time. It, Feels very 2006y just from the, the the coloring, uh, the costuming, the editing was not. It it felt like a movie that. How can I put this? It felt like it felt, it was being very modern, but it feels now very dated. Like I I could understand. When the, yeah, so that was that was one thing I would notice.
1: I think the other part was like. I think it felt like it was being artsy but it wasn't consistently artsy you know what i mean like there was a couple of classic martin scorsese like beginning and ending shots right or a couple like specific zoom in or or creative um camera angles but it wasn't consistently through that it would be like random which i know is how you want to use it but it i don't know i felt like there could have been more consistency in those choices
0: yeah yeah, the yeah, just the style's very specific. Now it's not not timeless like some of these other ones seem to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the and then I think the thrill of having so many famous people in it. You know, Jack Nicholson is in it. Oh, cool! And Jack Nicholson's playing Jack Nicholson. Some actors you yeah. just can't really see beyond the actor playing themselves, right? Alec Baldwin plays the same part yeah. he always plays, and. Leonardo DiCaprio Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg and it's like okay yeah it's famous people doing famous stuff weren't really yeah. able to get past that
1: Yeah I agree
0: So yeah. But yeah and also the I, I guess is this movie is this the point or is this the feeling of the movie as we were watching it I said wh- why why are they doing any of this right the, what's the point of Leonardo <laughs> to going undercover to solve nothing what's the point of Matt Damon being undercover to help nothing what's the point in frank right. costello continuing to do crime after he says in the movie many times i don't need the money anymore and i don't need the power anymore and i have everything i need anymore it's everybody's just kind of like
1: for him bored. to only be an fbi informant like what like what what are what is happening
0: and, i don't and know maybe that's the point right the futility and the 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 Brutal grind of of police work and how you can you know continue and and still not get anywhere and is it making a deeper statement there or is it just uh, kind of telling a story that's not very interesting I don't know
1: yeah I mean yeah I don't know is it about the futility I think you could probably say they picked they picked an interesting like catalyst right like or an interesting cast of characters and put them in a pressure cooker and we're like we're gonna see what happens in this pressure cooker right and it feels like it should the idea sounds interesting but when you're watching it you're like okay when what are we done yet
0: i just don't know how some people and i think this a lot when i watch police procedural episodes of tv which i don't often how do people care about their jobs this much right like they're 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 working like 18 hours a day and almost dying and then they're still doing it every day like eventually you'd be like okay nope i'm gonna just just go on autopilot a little bit here but you've got all these people that are just going hard at their jobs constantly
1: i mean i think you're forgetting there are people that are absolutely wrapped up like, their identity is wrapped into their work in a very real way, and so that propels them to be fueled by this. The other thing is you get a lot of adrenaline. So as you're doing that, you're hitting that adrenaline high, and that is an addiction in itself. Like It's
0: like on the West Wing how they never go home and sleep. They never it, go it's like,
1: And even like, if they do, uh, they get a phone call.
0: Yeah, and it's like you, you do need to sleep a little bit, right? You, you can maybe do this for, like, two days, but then... You're just not good anymore. That's the same I think about these people. Like, when when, are they taking a couple days off? Like in between all these scenes, just like Mm. table rest. No, I don't know. No, and and nobody ever gets anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Except a bunch of people die. So you know, we we will leave a little bit of that uh, spoilery up there so you can
1: the defenestration.
0: Lots of lots of deaths. (laughs) Very Game of Thronesy, right? A lot of people you didn't think could die could die. Not everyone dies, but a lot of people. A lot of people
1: do. But most people die.
0: Most. Most of them. And, when, and just when you think they survive, they die.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that was, I mean, that's the fun part. Oh, okay.
1: Well, that yeah. that part's good. The part yeah. where everyone dies, that's great. Right. Yeah.
0: That should be Which a I don't know
1: what that says about me.
0: Yeah. Hi, Marvin. All right, Kate. Let's go to the list. Where do we want to put the departed? Let's think recently. Million dollar baby, right? Is it better or worse. And, uh, Cimarron right there in the middle still. I don't know. I'm inclined to put I this somewhere put in the middle, maybe bottom half, but not like bottom of the list. Is it below um, Forrest Gump? I say, 80 days?
1: I, I would say it's better than The Best Years of Our Lives or Midnight Cowboy or Driving Miss Daisy or Shakespeare in Love. Maybe, maybe just Under Million Dollar Baby.
0: Hmm. I think... Um, it's not see, better than tr- Annie holler Some and of these it. need... Because uh, I think, like, a, on the one hand, I think Around the World, 80 Days and Forrest Gump and Oliver are better than this movie. But I, I would agree that this movie is...
1: Driving Miss is, Daisy? Like
0: mm, This movie's probably I can't believe than we Driving hated Miss Rocky
1: Daisy. so much. And we hated Platoon so much.
0: Rocky fell because it was not very important.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. I forgot we even watched Platoon.
0: I want to put this below best years of our lives and here to eternity. I want to put this close I'm to Oliver. I'm fine with that. Put this right above Oliver.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm fine with all And This that. is
0: where our list, again, might benefit from a tiered ranking. We can do it in tiered ranking as we get to the, the conclusion. Because some of these movies are better or worse, but they're really the same. So we can all make right. one of those as we get towards it. All right. There we yeah, go. Yeah,
1: I think that might be a good yeah. idea as we kind of, wow, we really have done so much work. Good go us. We
0: are good people. My mother was right.
1: (laughs) We are good people. All right. Uh, Well, coming up next, we're
0: going to continue the nihilism that we've been dealing with for the past four. We've had Million Dollar Baby. We've had Crash. We've had The Departed. And we have, coming up next, 2007's No Country for Old Men. And you've not seen this I'm excited.
1: one. I'm, no, I have not seen this one. And I always get No Country for Old Men confused with There Will Be Blood. There Will Be those Blood. But those are different movies.
0: It came out the same year, both nominated. I think There Will Be Blood probably should have won. But as time has passed, I've come to appreciate I this will. one a little more. This one's pretty good coming up. It's odd, but it works.
1: Is there any Country for Old Men? No.
0: Mm, well, it's just like the Some greenness of the valley. For old men? We'll find out.
1: Very green. Very green.
0: green, No country. All right. Well, Kate, we're on schedule. Let's see if we can keep it up as we go through our fifth calendar year.
1: Love this for us. As always, thank you for the logo art, Andre Perez.
0: And Chaz Hearn, intro and outro music. And I'm Dan. I'm Kate. And we'll see you next time.
1: I'll go my own way.